0: Listener Production Good morning sports fans and welcome to The Scorecard I'm Liam Flanagan and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday the 3rd of February Today, Justin Langer, the centrefold of the sporting week High expectations for a cannabis-fuelled sporting comeback And an old goat goes surfing But first (coughs) So let the games begin The opening ceremony for the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing isn't until tomorrow night, but the events are already underway, and overnight, Australia dipped its toe into the Olympic waters of curling for the very first time. 30 years in the making, here we go. First rock, Charlie Gill. You got room. Knees to curl. Top eight. Easter to curl. Line's not bad. When I can. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? Great, great shot, good start. That audio courtesy of Seven, Australia's official broadcaster of the Winter Olympics. And for those not aware, curling is essentially lawn bowls on ice, but instead of bowls, they slide stones. Like stone. What well, doesn't really roll, it slides. And last night, Tali Gill and Dean Hewitt slid their way onto the ice against the US in the mixed doubles event as Australia's first ever Winter Olympic curls. Ready, Go! Hewitt. What? gets to work here can he get it out of there it's hit and roll oh, and, Magnificent. Hey. and it turns out Australia are actually pretty good at this curling business because Gill and Hewitt took a strong lead during the match but ultimately the US fought back and it came down to the final stone has she got it right? Whoa. Whoa. Dean Hewitt working hard. He, oh, she's, she's missed, missed it. Not to be in the end for the Aussies, unfortunately, with the US prevailing 6-5, but the Olympic campaign continues when Tali and Dean take on the host nation, China, tomorrow. <laughs> if the scorecard was an old-school men's magazine, this week's centrefold is Justin Langer. want a want some... Yes, it certainly is hard to take your eyes off Justin Langer this week, as his future as the National Coach of Australia hangs in the balance. It started with the leak details of a reportedly fiery clash with Cricket Australia executives, a leak that left former Test Captain Michael Clarke in shock. You know, you've pretty much got exactly what happened in the meeting with Cricket Australia. It's there for everyone to read. And, oh, how does that happen? Yeah. How can that not stay private? Agendas. Mate, it's out of control. Clarke speaking on the big sports breakfast there. But the latest development, as revealed on Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl, Liam and Dobbo by News Corp's Robert Crash Craddock, is that not only is Langer a successful coach, he's a considerate one too. If you look up on the internet now, you'll see a story over it that he knocked back a six-figure bonus, very secretly and very privately, because he said... You can't be paying me bonuses while you're making people redundant. Now, he didn't want it published. I mean, that's that's a good man, you know? I wonder if JL would take a mulligan on that decision given the manner in which he's been currently being treated by his employer. And while the big dogs on the board at Cricket Australia will meet this Friday to decide the coach's fate, Craddock told me that another big dog from the field will have a large say in JL's future. Pat Cummins. How much of a voice does this new, new, young, shiny captain that we all fell in love with over the ashes, how much of a voice does he have in the decision about Justin Langer's future? Very important. If his advice is hire Langer, Langer will be hired in five minutes. If he said, it's not my decision, it's yours, Langer will be hired. If he says, I cannot work with this guy, you, you can't possibly go again with him, Langer is officially eyeball deep in trouble. Stay tuned, cricket fans. I mean, how good is Lauren Jackson when she's healthy? She can be the defensive player of the year. She can be the MVP. I mean, what can't she be? And she could be again, because despite retiring in 2016, one of Australia's greatest ever basketballs is set for a return to the hardwood. 40-year-old Lauren Jackson has signed to play with the Aubrey Wodonga Bandits in the NBL 1 East competition. Jackson, who was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame last year, was forced to retire prematurely due to a chronic knee injury, but she is ready to return thanks to time and a little special medicine. Smoke weed every day. No, not every day. But Jackson does credit cannabis oil and medical marijuana for being physically able to return to the sport she once dominated. That's been critical in um, my ability to recover and come back and um, just the way that I've been training, it's definitely helped me a lot. And while she might not have high expectations of herself, I can't wait to see Jackson back playing again. And I'm also looking forward to seeing stone teenagers around the country thinking they can shoot step-back threes and dunk because they have the same medicinal diet as our greatest ever female basketballer. Ah! At this stage, Kelly Slater will not be welcome on Australian shores due to his resistance to receiving a COVID vaccination. But that isn't stopping him from tearing up shores elsewhere. Here we go, Kelly Slater, looking for a 7-1-8. The go, doing ghostly. With less than 10 seconds on the clock, in his round of 16 heat at the famous pipeline break on Hawaii's North Shore, Slater trailed local surfer Baron Mamiya and needed a wave-shaped gift from Mother Nature to keep his event alive. And she delivered. Oh, oh my goodness. G-O-A-T. Slater dropped into a never-ending barrel that had the crowd and commentators stunned, but... Did he get the 7.18 or higher score he needed to advance to the quarterfinals? A 9-2-3! You bet he did. The 11-time champion will now take on Japan's Kanoa Igarashi in the quarterfinals. But here's the amazing part. He turns 50 next week. And that is your Fast fun Hit of Sport for Thursday the 3rd of February. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow for another edition of The Scorecard. Listener